Ahoy, Stephen. <laughs> I didn't want to be the first one to say hello, so I was waiting. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Greetings. How are you? I am excellent. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. So you are uh, you're back. I'm back. And for the listeners, I have been globe trotting or US trotting. I guess not globe trotting. You, you went you were in two different countries now. So listen, here's the thing. Are you getting a little little behind the, uh, the yeah, curtain yeah. for the for the listener? <laughs> so I have about thirty minutes of uh, podcast gold that I would like to insert right here, but I want to make sure I have approval now. Now, yes. are, are we in the clear now to release that uh, information? Release the Kraken. Nate, are you in a tent somewhere? How is this working right now? Well, currently. Uh, my wife and I are driving to Napa Valley. We're about 30 miles away. I am in the car, in the passenger seat, laptop open on my lap, phone creating a hotspot. Um, my wife graciously listening to just my half of this podcast. (laughs) Are you serious? That's really what's happening right now? That's exactly what's happening. We are, I think, I believe we have uh, pistachio trees on the side of the highway right now. Can you confirm? (laughs) She gives them maybe. This is going to be great because she can provide uh, real-time feedback and, uh, you know, maybe field some questions. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we can have uh, uh, Jill's corner where uh, we just ask her mm-hmm. all of the important <laughs> questions of the I podcast. Bet her face is re- her face is real excited right now. Absolutely, sure. about a movie she's never seen and probably has no <laughs> desire to see. I'm, I'm sure. Wow. So you guys, you guys are what? You're just camping at uh, every uh, pine tree in Redwood uh, from here to California. I mean, what's well, doing? we are now, I would say, grizzled beginners in camping. Uh, we have camped mm-hmm. uh, maybe six or seven nights now um, on this West Coast road trip. Um, two nights ago, we stayed at Crater Lake in Oregon. And last night, we wow. stayed at a random Days Inn in California because <laughs> we had so to drive for a while. I didn't want to set up camp at 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> This is incredible. So, so did you fly? Where did you fly to? Uh, we did not fly anywhere. We drove from Chicago up through Minnesota, North Dakota, Montana, went up into Canada to Calgary to Banff, drove down to Seattle, stayed with friends in Seattle, went to Rainier while we were there, drove down, went to Crater Lake in Oregon. We are now heading towards Napa Valley. We're going to camp here tonight. But before that, uh, we're we're all dressed up to go to a winery, do a winery tour today, and then we <laughs> head south to Ventura, California, and then back through Colorado. It's a three-week-long adventure. I have so many questions, Nate. Okay, first <laughs> of all, what what possessed you guys to do this? Is this something you've been wanting to do for a while? Well, she had three weeks off uh, in between year one of medical school and research uh, program and then year two of medical school. So we had three weeks. We were looking to vacation. Uh, and then this, uh, this idea was floated, uh, floated out like, hey, 
there's a lot of uh, the country and little camping areas we haven't been to and done before. We've actually never camped together before this trip, so pretty bold. Uh, but I've, I think we're both learning about what it's like to <laughs> camp. <laughs> survival, survival skills. Are, are yep, you uh, exactly? Are you guys enjoying it? You having fun? Yeah, yeah. It's been really great. Um, we. Uh, we are only half roughing it. Uh, our tent, we, we blow up a, a queen air mattress in it. So I'm not sleeping on the ground. We are elevated but, but slightly. You're, but you're setting up, you know, one of those metal pole rod tents, though. Like yeah. This is a, yeah. You're not in a camper. You're not in a camper. Not you're doing in a, a camper. Tent. We are in a soft-sided tent and the kind of campgrounds where uh, you need to hide your food or put it in your car at the end of the night so that bears don't come sniffing around. Now, are you there are definitely to- signs that say, like, bears are in this campground. Or, uh, you oh, know, we've seen word. a bear recently, so, like, don't hang uh, meat above your tent <laughs> as bait. <laughs> and does that include you? Yes, ex- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Did, exactly. Uh, so we I think actually stayed, we stayed in a campground that had a metal fence around it, like Jurassic Park style, an electrified mm. fence. Was Samuel because Jackson around? So that like, bears can't get in. Exactly. <laughs> was Newman there? <laughs> yes. Yes. Got to hack the encryption. Got to hack the encryption. A million lines of code. Hack, hack the encryption. Uh, so you sent me a picture. <laughs> can, can I can I uh, add this picture of the tent and show notes? Sure. Uh, sure. I believe t- that was that picture was from a Glacier National Park. This 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 is incredible. Now. Did you buy this tent for the express purpose of, the, of this trip? No, we were actually given the tent by friends maybe five years ago. Uh, and we just haven't used it since then. They weren't going to use it. And so they're like, oh, we got a little... It says four-person tent. I would... That does not look like a four-person sm- <laughs> right. like d- It's eight foot by nine foot. So good luck cramming four <laughs> people into that. Four children, maybe. So where... <laughs> It's not too personal. <laughs> where where are you guys like showering and stuff? You do uh, the hotel night of, every no, other. A lot of campgrounds have like a bathroom and uh, you know potentially a shower area, but uh, we're showering probably every couple days. We're not doing like an everyday showering <laughs> thing. <laughs> so, oh my word! I I had no you know you sent me these pictures. I really had no idea what you were doing. Yeah, like you just said you were going camping. I didn't realize you were like driving. Across America, how? So, so from Chicago, mm-hmm. <laughs> where did you drive to? What was your your first camping spot? Uh, we camped the first time in Montana. So we stayed at a hotel in Minnesota the first night before we realized that instead instead of spending one hundred fifty dollars a night at a hotel that we're going to be at for approximately twelve hours, better to spend fifteen dollars at a campground. So yeah, the first night was in Minnesota, wow. some random campground. See, you guys are doing a lot of driving. <laughs> yes. Just say. Yes, I think it's like well, six thousand miles in total. Wow. For the what, whole road so what's trip. So what's your guys? Obviously, you guys are switching off. Who uh, right. who drives more? Um, I do most of the driving. Um, she probably does a good thirty percent of it, though. Especially <laughs> when I'm recording <laughs> this podcast. In the middle of California. <laughs> so, Nate, I'm looking at a map right now. 
Chicago to California. That's that's very far. Yeah. That is Especially a long when way. you go up through Canada first as part of the loop. So yeah, so when so crossing into Canada, <laughs> you did you guys you need are a bewildered? You are bewildered about this whole trip, aren't you? You're fascinated. I had no idea. You might be making all this up. I have no idea. Uh, right? All I have is a picture of you and Jill in front of a lake. I mean, that that could have been could be uh, like Michigan for all I know. Exactly. Yeah, but uh, so when you crossed into Canada, do they have to like check passports and stuff? Yeah. Or what? Yep. We brought our passports with us. Um, on the way back down, we had some oranges confiscated because apparently you you can't <laughs> you can't bring fruit across uh, these uh, boundary yeah. lines. So now you went to Banff also. Yes. Drove through Calgary, stayed in Banff two nights. Two now different places. Went to Lake Louise and Moraine Lake, which are m- some of the most magical lakes I've ever seen. The water I've is like very a crystalline blue-green. Hmm. I've heard Banff is, is beautiful. Uh, it is. It is. It has a it has a little lodge town. We didn't stay in it because we we're in a campground, but it was. Uh, I imagine it kind of like a... Uh, a ski lodge kind of uh, you know slightly tu- right. I mean probably very touristy but everything has like those hewn wood log construction types which I dig <laughs> so <clears throat> okay how far south in California are you going like we're going to Ventura just just north of LA and then we're s- turning heading east through Vegas and going to Zion National Park. Are you gonna oh. Are you gonna visit? Uh, Jill was shaking her head. Not through Vegas. This is right. The I was gonna say that didn't look her right. being in the so not through Vegas. Right. <laughs> Apparently, the route the will take us elsewhere. Are you gonna go through the salt flats in Utah? Uh, I don't know. Oh, you should, I think you should do. I mean, all this driving you're doing, you might as well hit some of the, the big ones. Yeah. I mean, we went to lava def- beds yesterday. Oh, Giant lava beds. It was. I mean, Nate, it's like, yeah, these lava rocks. It's crazy. Nate, you are inspiring a spirit of adventure in me that I, you know, I thought my little trip to North Carolina was fun. You know, I'm <laughs> talking a, a measly 10 hours in a car. Uh, you're, you're driving across countries. You, you are, you and Jill are yeah. rocking this thing. Adventure. It really, uh, oh my word. I tell you what, I think we have moments of really feeling like this is some pretty cool freedom. And the fact that like when you camp, you don't have to have it too planned out because at the end of the day, like any campground, pay a little bit of money, deploy the tent. <laughs> so how are you charging your phones and stuff? Are you just charge it in the car? Yep, in the car. Yep. See, you're making it sound like this is way easier than people try to make it. You know what I mean? Like It's not it's not too bad. I was a little bit more nervous than it actually like doesn't need to be too scary, really. What, I mean, what, a lot what of times clothes? my phones are out of service. I mean, we have two right. suitcases in the back seat, and uh, you just pull some clothes out of there. Every once in a while, your clothes get kind of smoky, but we stayed with <laughs> friends last weekend in Seattle, so we did some laundry there. It's been, it's been oh. great. So a trip of this length, you, n- you need a couple stops of laundry and actual bed, I assume. I don't think you do, actually. I mean... We did, but like if you're doing a trip where you're mostly outside and at campgrounds and at national parks and things, like reuse that shirt a couple times. Like, well, it doesn't, yeah, like, yeah. You're both a little smelly together. I guess it depends on your tolerance for scents. 
Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But I mean, so you're, if you're outside all day, the wind's blowing through your clothes. <laughs> it's like a natural Febreze. Exactly. It's, it's, nature's, it's nature's Febreze. Nature's Febreze, yes. Oh, my goodness. Well, out of the, you've totally put my North Carolina trip to shame. Oh, I, I'm I sorry. You want to talk about your North Carolina trip? No, no, not at all. Not at all, no. <laughs> I mean, you know, I was excited I for saw mountains. saw pictures. It was beautiful, right? Yeah, I mean, it's beautiful. But, but you've seen mountains and lakes and oh man that's incredible yeah well that's what we've been up to uh, well when, when you get to some better internet uh <laughs> in the coming weeks i'd love to hear uh, some stories of of your, your journey here yeah did you no, go through I, alberta did you go through uh, alberta canada yes yes i believe so did you know amazing thing about alberta that they have no rats anywhere in the province that they Is literally this a Pied have Piper story. No, no, they literally have border patrol for rats, and they have worked very hard to create a rat-free. Uh, w- I mean, what do you call it in Canada? A province? A, yes. Uh, territory? Province? Yeah. I think province. Yeah. So Alberta, Canada, uh, no, no rats anywhere. Sounds like a wives' tale, but I like it. <laughs> I think I've heard it somewhere reputable. But anyway, <laughs> did you go through uh, Vancouver, British Columbia? We, we did not. We uh, we bypassed Vancouver. Places to go, things to see. You know, Nate. I don't, I don't know if you'll get a chance. I've been to uh, Vancouver before at a different at a different trip. So I've okay, seen. Thanks, it. thanks, thank you for the humble brag. Uh, if you get a chance in your many hours of of car driving, I would love a a uh, <laughs> a map, a Google map. Or something of this of this journey because this Absolutely. is this is epic. Uh, so you, you're, you're on a map right now, just picturing us, aren't you? I am. I'm literally just scrolling around. Yeah. Uh, my my go maps to Napa Valley. We're on 505. Oh, about I see 45 you. minutes there, away. There you are. There yep, we are. There you are. It's the beeping uh, icon. Thanks for the <laughs> tracking device. <laughs> so you're gonna go back through Colorado. Correct. And then Kansas, Nebraska stuff yep. like that. Yep. Wow. But this this I don't even care about whatever movie we're going to talk about. This 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 trip <laughs> is is something for the books. It's it's a lot of fun and we, you know, like a lot of the driving time you do some audio books, passes the time eating a bunch of snacks. We have a giant carton of goldfish, the <laughs> ultimate road trip snack. <laughs> and various yes, other yes. more healthy options. Sure, sure. Are you doing cliff bars? Uh, Lara bars. bars. No, not Lara, oh, we're okay. we're not a Cliff Bar family. Oh, I see. Okay, fair enough. Did you stop by San Francisco? Uh, no. I think by going, th- well, maybe on the way down through. I don't really know our path out of here. We're just living a day at the time. <laughs> There's something the the past is gone. The future is here. That's why they call it the present. I don't remember the no no term. <laughs> the something live something. laugh love. The moment is nigh. <laughs> Live, die, repeat. No, that's Tom Cruise. Uh, Eat, drink, be okay. merry. Tomorrow we last go to San Francisco. <laughs> last question, last question. What vehicle are you traveling in? We are currently in a Nissan Altima. Wow. N- not a not big car. A, not. Uh, it's fine. Let me tell you something. Not our car. <laughs> this did is you, not our car. Did you Italian job it? Like, did we, you like? <laughs> yes, along the way. Jill's very good at uh, hot wiring stolen vehicles. Mm, I was I could imagine that. I can imagine. No, you know, uh, we actually had an airbag recall on our Ford Fusion 
Uh, Ford said, sorry, we don't have parts to repair this recall. It is dangerous for you to drive in your car. Here's a rental car. So we are literally putting 6,000 miles on a rental car. It has stickers. And I'm looking at stickers that say no smoking. They have like so the little I, stickers on the dash, like please yeah, don't smoke yeah, in yeah. this rental car. So I imagine that you neglected to say that you'd be <laughs> traveling clear across the no, United no, States. No, no, I, th- I told the guys at Enterprise. I said what I'd oh, be did doing. You? They're like, oh well, well maybe bring it say? back at the end of the month because we'll need to oil change that. <laughs> right, that's like two oil changes. Well, can you imagine you the the, uh, the when I came back in when we came back in from Canada? Can you imagine what the guy thought? Um, who was letting us back into the United into the United States? He's like, "Where are you guys from? Chicago? Is this your car? No, no, sir. <laughs> this is a Move rental along. car. <laughs> yes. Why do you have a rental? Why did you take a rental car this far? Shady, shady, shady. That is, that is very shady. Yep. You know, I was just taking. You know, my guy. Uh, he gave me trouble just for driving out of Florida with a. We rented a fifteen passenger van, which, Ooh. which that was that was kind of fun to drive. I must say. Did you guys do some uh, sing-alongs? A little wheels in the bus. <laughs> we we actually did. Call me maybe. Uh, one one of the members of my team uh, wanted to do a greatest showman sing-along, and so we we played. Oh yeah. But you know what? For all the uh, features of this fifteen-passenger van, no Bluetooth, and it had a line in. But I, of course, have an iPhone ten that does not have a headphone jack. It has no ports uh, whatsoever. And no one had a a, a line-in cable anyway. So we were literally playing through somebody's Bluetooth speaker in the car. Nice. Because uh, that was the best we could do. But anyway, that was, it was fun. 15-passenger van. Have you ever heard of the Transcontinental Highway? I've heard of the Transcontinental Railroad. I may have, I may have uh, had a Freudian slip there. Maybe it's not Transcontinental. But there is a highway that goes all the way from the tip of Alaska to the Panama Canal, and then oh. on the other s- on the other side, from there all the way to the tip of Chile, and so, w- barring one short ferry ride, one could drive from Alaska to the southern tip of South America. That, and I just want to cool. challenge you. Yes, after you and Jill have done this impressive journey as it is, I challenge you. Time to step Alaska it up. Alaska to Chile. Yes, that's right. Step it up. Maybe warm up. May- maybe do like a uh, Maine to uh, Florida. Mexico City. <laughs> well, no. I mean, you're driving more than that. I mean, uh, Flor- you know, li- Tampa to um, New York is like 1,100 miles. Yeah. I mean, you're, do- you're, doing, you're doing way more than that. No biggie. Whew, man. This, I'm going to be thinking about this for a while. This, this is something. Well, yeah. If you have more questions, text them throughout the day. We'll be happy to answer them about what it's like to road trip together, camp together, adventure. Do you think – I keep saying last wine question. Wine tasting. But I, I, I wanna st- <laughs> which, that is hilarious. Like the juxtaposition of a wine tasting in Napa Valley with yep. hoofing it. Uh, do you feel like this experience is bringing you and uh, Jill closer together? Yes, I believe so. Hold on a second. I'll ask her. Yeah, yeah, ask her. Do you believe this experience is bringing us closer together? She says yes. She answered very quickly as though it was a prepared answer. <laughs> yeah, uh, so we talked I about what questions you may ask when the podcast started and, mm-hmm. and what, you know. Like, listen, if, if, if anybody lady. asks. <laughs> yeah, if anybody you asks. Say yes. Helps. Yes, that's right. Okay. Anyway, Utah Salt Flats. Just look into it. 
Okay. I think it would be it'd be ish, kind of on the way back, <laughs> but for the amount of miles you're driving, eh, not too out of the way. Just saying. Okay. Sounds good. I'll look into it. Since that time, uh, we drove back through Utah to Zion National Park, went to Colorado, stayed with some wow. family friends in there, went to Rocky Mountain National Park, and drove across the great state of Nebraska, all the way back here to Chicago. Now, so you did get to Utah. Did Were you anywhere near the Salt Flats? I think we were nearby. I did not <laughs> did go to them. I mean, no? not yeah, no, not near enough to actually attend. No, <laughs> attend. Uh, now, the did attendance. the did the rental car uh, make it? I assume. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, because we are safely returned. Oh, good, good, and uh, and that's you did a lot of driving. What is it? Like, something like six thousand miles total. Yeah. Something ridiculous. How how do you feel after such an accomplishment? Uh, I feel would you great. do it? Would you do it again? Yes, absolutely. It, but it feels great to be back, to be in the swing of things, to be working again and recording at a desk. Were there any? Was there any conflict? Is there, there some kind of? Uh, we've been camping together for too long. We can't stand each other. No, moment, no. We uh, we like each other, and we like spending time with each other. So a vacation of just uh, her and I together is. Uh, very positive. And that's uh, relational advice for those out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the person, like spending time with the person that you want to be with long term. That's a, <laughs> that's good. That's that's a good key. Advice. That's a key. If you get tired of them easily, a lifetime's mm-hmm. a long time. Mm. I was going to like, say something like, thank you, Dr. Oz, but I couldn't. Uh, Dr. Baranowski. You were going uh, for it. Phil? Well, you know, you got to have like one of those one-syllable names. You know what I mean? Oh, I see. I see. You were going to create two, something you know. new. You got Oprah, but you know, uh, you got Dr. Phil, who's Dr. The, uh, Oz. Who's the five love languages guy? Gary oh, Chapman. Gary Chapman. Two syllables. That's what I'm saying. There it is. Baranowski. You got I four think there. on, his, on mm. his book, is it on his book cover? I thought you were going to say on his deathbed. <laughs> I'm checking with my wife to see if I, <laughs> if I got this correct. I think on like one of his like hardback book covers, yes. he says like, literally helped millions of couples really is that correct like he says the word literally yeah yes <laughs> like <laughs> see, well, see I, think it was, I think it was on his sequel to five love languages like hey you may have heard from me because uh we've i'm kind of famous me. here <laughs> yeah look to your left and look to your right at least one, one of, of them knows those, knows their <laughs> love language preferred love language i feel like you can do that if you're mcdonald's an apple. I feel like doing that with like After billions that. and billions of couples served. I don't know. I exactly. like that's a little weird. Exactly. Well, let me tell you something. My love mm-hmm. language, pirates. Yeah. <laughs> How'd you like that? Was, seg- How'd you like that segue? That was good. I was really scared. I was about to come after that. Uh, <laughs> I had a joke there. And now I lost it too. <laughs> this is such well, a we just screeched to a stalt. Uh, a screech, screech to, a to a stalt. I mean, a you've stalt. been driving a long time, yeah. long time. Boy, before before we get to the pirates thing, I, I okay, just okay. had yeah, yeah, yeah. a thread. Please. I'm trying to grasp it back one more uh, time. No. Gary Chapman, uh, uh, Stephen Curtis Wait, 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 Chapman. no, wait, wait. Is it Gary Chapman or is it a? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Is Isn't Gary, Gary Chapman the actor or Carrie or Gary? Gary. Gary Chapman. Oh, that's what it was. Thank you. 
Uh, you can thank your wife for reminding me. All right. Is she in the room there listening to the, our she one-sided is a, conversation? She's in the other room. She's getting really good <laughs> at listening to the one side of the conversation. <laughs> I really planned this uh, podcast recording out really poorly. I'm home, no, 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 no. I'm home all day. When she comes home, I say, I'm about to record. You felt like a little Dr. Worst. Seuss uh, moment there. That was, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Have you or did you read I Kissed Dating Goodbye? By Joshua Harris. <laughs> yes. Is that Joshua Harris? Yes, uh, it is, yeah. No, I don't think I did. I think I was in a relationship, yeah, yeah. so I was like, eh, I don't want this to ruin <laughs> my concept. But he did a, a, a second book. After, he did for a those sequel. who don't listen right. to the, uh, the uh, what, what, what would you call it, the the Christian dating uh, books that many yeah, grew he, up in a evangelical so he, circles He grew read. up in assemb- Assemblies of God or Evangelical Church. Uh, your youth group had these passed around at one point. Right, because it was like, listen, we could talk about this here, but why don't I just give you this book? Uh, yeah, he wrote like a <laughs> sequel, basically like uh, psych, yes, boy meets girl, dating's, dating's back. <laughs> well, he said, uh, <clears throat> I just pulled it up here on the Google. Uh, his sequel was Boy Meets Girl: colon, Say Hello to Courtship. <laughs> and I do remember, and this this the is a two thousand branding. This <laughs> this came out just. As I was in my high school youth group, and so I had a I that solid four glasses. years. Mm-hmm, had a solid four years of this uh, courtship book over my head, and uh, yeah, I remember it was the thing to say. No, 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 we're not uh, dating. We're we're recording, recording. Yeah. So, did you at any point in time in your life use the term like "Will you court me?" Or I guess you do the courting. <laughs> I don't know. Will you be courted? Let's, let's go. Will you let's allow go yourself to be courted? <laughs> let's go. <laughs> let's Frogs go a courting. Let's go. Anyway, no, no, I never said that. That was terrible. You know, it was one of those things where you talk about it, and then you do a small group for a couple of weeks about it, and everybody gets rah rah. And yeah, this is feels the, great you know, and deep, and is, like yeah, this right, is culture right. changing. And then one person in the group gets a girlfriend, and everybody's like, "Well, that goes out the window." <laughs> <laughs> so you know, done with that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it traumatized a lot of people's early relationships. Yeah, these books. Yeah. yeah. Did so? Did you? Did you? Uh, this this might get too personal. <laughs> did, did you have serious relationships in high school that were not your current spouse? Uh, no, I did not. Oh. They you guys fr- are high school sweethearts, right? Correct. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Took her Let's to not get into this. Pirates, Pirates. Moving on. <laughs> wait, can you can you now insert my segue? Oh, wait. Oh, what, what, what's it? Oh, uh, yeah. I yeah, kissed yeah. Pirate, uh, Pirates. Meet, boy meets Pirates. So, we watched... Pirates of the Caribbean, the fifth movie in the series, Dead Men Tell No Tales. I think the titles get longer as there are more movies. No, you have to tell the title as you usually do. Oh, so, excuse there's, me. Start over. There's, there's a key part. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to keep all that in there. Okay. For today's movie, we watched Pirates of the Caribbean, colon, Dead Men Tell No Tales. And then our top five are the <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean movies listed one through five because there are five. Yeah, they so did a great go. job of doing that for us. Yes. Okay, so let me uh, say I love the Pirates of the Carib- Caribbean. Caribbean. Car- I think we're going to say Caribbean. Caribbean. Mm-hmm. I I really enjoy the Pirates of the Caribbean universe. You know, mm-hmm. I think it's fun. It's mm-hmm. uh, It's got a good balance of action and a little bit of fantasy, but still, you know, 
funny writing. Again, not all the movies are the best. You know, I think right. <laughs> they kind of ebb and right. flow. I think we'll get. To, I think we'll get um, to that. Yes. <laughs> but I but enjoy. It is, I enjoy this a, kind of movie. Right. They, they. I think early on they established kind of a balance of intense action and fun uh, swashbucklingness. Yes. With yes. Uh, comedic beats. Um, right, and kind right. of some fun notes in between. It was it's a great, it's a great uh, series melody of a music mm, of a movie. Like, blah, 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 trying, blah. To, trying a little too hard with the <laughs> metaphors yeah, there. Yeah, but can I just? Sorry, tell, yes. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start right yes. here. Yes, I think well, I thought we already started. But okay, go ahead. No, I'm gonna start at a, at a, the part talking about this movie. Oh yes, the, yes. The other four movies, Hans Zimmer was the composer, mm-hmm. and you know mm-hmm. my thoughts on Hans Zimmer. Love him. <laughs> he he bowed out in this movie. He was uh, working on Dunkirk because let's be honest, mm. Christopher Nolan's creates yeah. better movies than any Easy. of these. Mm. So, so wait a minute. Wait, so, so Hans Zimmer wrote all those the the themes from the yes, first one. Yes, yes, he was working on all four of them. So think of those. Yes, all of those iconic, and there are like maybe four. Or five that you could hear and be like, "Oh, Pirates of the Caribbean." Dun dun dun. Yep. Dun dun dun. Yep. All of those. Dun dun dun. So uh, another like being a musician. Yes. You play these like medleys throughout your career when you're in orchestras and bands. You always got the John Williams medley. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll have the Disney and the Harry Potter medley and the Star Wars medley. But one of honestly the most funs is the Pirates of the Caribbean, Caribbean. Oh gosh, <laughs> the Pirates medley. Uh, yes. It's just it's just really cool. The French horn stuff is you know lots of rips, and mm. uh, it's just fun. It's fun to play. It's fun to play. So it's great music. I did not realize that. So this is a. Have we talked about that YouTube video? The um, talking about like movie scores and cinematic music and how none of it's singable anymore. Yes. We have talked yes. about that. Okay, I've, I think we have. And Hans Zimmer is usually like pegged as <laughs> the the villain in sure. why all movie music is just you know Inception style. Mm-hmm. But this is then um, the exception that proves the rule because this is all very memorable and good music. Exactly. So yeah, he left. He left he these left. movies. He's not involved he in left. Dead Men Tell No Tales, but apparently his. Uh, his Padawan who had worked on the other with mm. him and I remember watching it and thinking like ah, this this sound I'm not a, I'm not a soundtrack snob by any means but they played the old standards yeah they did loose and free in this movie and I think it was just like <laughs> listen your stuff's not as good as Hans's Right. Just play the just play Jack Sparrow theme. Like he's just doing. Do more just of that. go. Do more yeah. of that. Just loop loop it. So <laughs> that's it. That's what you I'm, could, I'm could, starting uh, with here. Yeah, yeah. Musical a little weak. So <clears throat> one of the things, almost like the Mission Impossible series, what makes a good Pirates of the Caribbean? Oh man, you're in your own head what, now. What tripping over myself one of the things that makes pirates movies great (laughs) is the villain there's got to be a good villain okay and we can talk about the villains maybe when we do the top five yeah but i think javier bardem 
is a good villain. And uh, I like the cool hair effect that it makes look like he's underwater even when he's not. I yeah, that's that cool. kind of hypnotic, wasn't it? Watching that hair kind of float I, around. That's all CG, I by remember, the way. Well, yeah, definitely. I remember the, the trailer. <laughs> it's like a puppet, yes, puppeteer moving yeah. the hair. I remember the trailer being him, I don't know, showing up at the jail cell or whatever, you right. know, talking to the, to the younger uh, Orlando Bloom proxy, whoever right. that is. Um, but I remember seeing that hair. I was like, man, that's a cool, it's a cool effect. It is. And so uh, th- this universe is good at, at little cool details like that. So, yeah. Okay, let's talk about Johnny Depp. Mm. Johnny Depp in this movie reminds me that we all get old. <laughs> and we, you need to watch out because you can be really... Watch out now. You can be high on the mountain. Mm. Me too. There is something... You could be just I, playing high in Johnny Depp's case. Right. <laughs> sorry, go on. <laughs> right. Oh... <laughs> I'm off on game. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure if it matters that I n- knew that during the production of this movie, things in his private life were kind of rocky. Right. And Which we've like, talked about that article, I think. Financially, too, right? right. Financially, yeah. things are not... And we don't want you to get into a bunch of Johnny Depp bashing in his personal life. No, but no, 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 no. there is something in his performance in this movie where the suave... You get a vibe. The suave sexiness, I shall say, of mm. older Jack Sparrow, the kind of icon that makes, like, kind of the the bad guy. Oh, I'm getting a call. Um, that's, <laughs> sorry, I'm getting a phone call. Um, that's fine. That is all Johnny Depp's charisma from the first couple movies is all gone and right. is replaced mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with kind of a comical... SNL version of of Jack Sparrow. That's what I feel like this movie is, yeah. and that takes away a lot for me. Yes, I agree. And you know, it's it's one of those things. Like, I mean, Johnny Depp has done so many notable roles and is an you know incredible actor in lots of movies. Right. But if, I feel like when the first Pirates movie came out, Curse of the Black Pearl, it was like, oh, this role is Johnny Depp, similar to. Robert Downey Jr. and Iron Man. Like, right. Like just this fit. person was made for this role. It just fits. And like those first two movies, I think especially, it was like, oh, Johnny Depp has found his niche. Like this is him. Right. And, he was a, and, a heartthrob, yeah. uh, like a bad boy, but he was also funny. like he was fun. Funny and guys liked him. Yeah, girls yeah. liked him. It was uh, kind of a universal praise for Johnny Depp's role. Right. And, and I think you're right. In this movie, I think he loses that. <laughs> Feels like... Maybe he's doing this movie because he has to pay back some loans that might be weighing on him. Anyway. Or maybe weighing on the back of our minds. I don't know if Mm. maybe in the back of our minds we go like, you probably don't want to do these movies anymore. What? And I didn't know all that the first time I saw this movie. Oh, okay. So, you know, yeah, I just watched it. I'm like, "It, it just doesn't feel the same. And again, like you do five movies in the same universe, you know, limited set pieces. You know, you're on right. a you're either on a boat or you're on an island. You know, I understand there's a there's a constraint of of a various uh, st- variousness. I don't even know what word I'm trying to say. Variation, variosity. So I get it. <clears throat> variosity, viscosity. I get it. Could, it could get a little old, r- regardless of what you do. But yeah, he was lacking. I will say the CG version of young Johnny Depp, like they do that flashback scene mm-hmm. of him and uh, Javier Bardem on the boat side by side, like that what young. You're about to say. 
I don't think it looked good. Okay, good. Okay, good. good, good. <laughs> no, no, no. I was like, it Especially, was Uncanny Valley to me. Yes, yes, yes. And they do a his close lips up moved of him, kind like, of like the, the pirate, the pirate at the beginning of SpongeBob, where it's like the cart, like <laughs> the picture of the I've pirate, but the it. lips move in there. Hmm. Are you ready, kids? It was like, wait, was what's going on with his mouth? A little bit of Henry Cavill uh, CG yes. mustache yes. too. So yeah, it looked a little weird. And like one of those things, like you know how how important it is to do a close up of young Johnny Depp for that scene. Like I don't think it's that big of a deal, you know. I thought I was but, yeah I was. They had another guy play him, and then they kind of put Johnny Depp's face and features over top of the other actor who played young um, Johnny Depp. I sort of wish they would have just like get a recorded person. him and maybe just oh, CGI'd yeah. out some of the wrinkle. I don't know. I'm not a I'm yeah. not in the business, so maybe that was would have <laughs> not been great. I don't know, <clears throat> but I also uh, so talking about a different character. I think <laughs> Captain Barbosa, Jeffrey mm-hmm. Rush, Joffrey. I like him in all these movies, and I and I feel like unlike Johnny Depp, who trailed off, and maybe because <laughs> he meets an unfortunate end in this movie, I feel like he still holds up. Obviously, he doesn't have to hold the weight of the whole movie on his shoulders, but sure. I, I like Barbosa. In, He's in all just there having fun, chewing up scenery, just <laughs> being as piratey of a piratey pirate son right. he could be. And I don't mind it. <laughs> Him and let me also do a, I don't know if it's an honorable mention or whatever, but Jack Sparrow's right-hand man, who's also been in every one of Gibbs. these movies. Gibbs. He has stayed consistent and is equally funny in all of these. There's this one scene <laughs> that I watched where he sees like the, the a British, I guess, ship coming and he like tells the other guy, you're the captain now. Take this hat. <laughs> and then they jump to the scene of the guy getting punched in the face because they thought he was the captain. Like, that stuff's funny. It was good. Yes. Yes. Gibbs is great throughout. There are a lot of like, yeah. uh, character, like side characters that you're like, oh, I'm glad you're still in this. They right. Orlando Bloom and Keira Knightley are, appear for <laughs> appear a, for five seconds, right? Enough to like get some buzz around this movie. But let's talk about their younger uh, reboot proxies that appear in this same movie. Uh, their son Henry Turner, played by Brenton Thwaites, who was the actor in Gods of Egypt, as we talked about him being just All like right. testing out young heroes to see if they'll work, <laughs> and Karina right. Smith. Played by Kaya mm. Scodelario. Um, mm. Let's go to Romance Corner. Steven, what are your thoughts on uh, their budding young love? <laughs> meh. I mean, just full on <laughs> meh. <laughs> I, you know, here's the other the other issue is, you know, you have Orlando Bloom and Keira Knightley, even more so Keira Knightley, who is just awesome in the first two movies. Mm-hmm. It's hard to get a proxy that's even close to their caliber in my opinion like right Kieran Knightley's great uh and also Orlando Bloom but she I think of the two of them I'm not gonna try and pronounce her name Kaya I think she did better yes I do think like they made some dumb like sexual jokes like the 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 horologist yeah horologist yeah and I'm like and they, they stayed on there for like 10 seconds I'm like come on uh but I think she did fine for what it was. But again, it's just not the it's not the same. Right. She had a fun like her backstory was fun, and the kind of like yeah. she's kind of like the young, uh, 
you know wanting to be a you know a science and math uh enthusiast in a time where like that'll get you burnt right for being a witch is it's interesting (laughs) as a character but then yeah the fact that I don't think her and the guy Henry, the guy she's teamed up with, they don't gel no, together no. that well. I almost wish they no. didn't involve their relationship as as the main thrust of the romance of this movie. I almost wonder if they could have done without the guy. Right. You know what I mean? Like there were so many characters already. You know, introduce her and maybe just leave him out. Yeah, and maybe if Jack Sparrow was the one trying to free Orlando Bloom from the curse, which yeah, at a at a really nerdy pirates note, I thought that you only turned into Barnacle Man if you uh, skirted your duties as farrowing souls on. Right. Whatever Davy Jones' ship is called, the Flying Dutchman. The Flying Um, Dutchman. Flying Dutchman. The Flying Dutchman, which, so I assume Orlando Bloom's been doing his job, but he still is becoming all barnacly when he meets his son earlier in the movie. So, yeah. I, Pirates is never great at continuity, but I was a little <laughs> kicked back yeah. by, oh, I, apparently even if you do your job, you get a little, a little moldy. Yeah. I, I will say I do enjoy, is your wife like a messing with plastic bags back there? Yes, I believe aluminum foil. <laughs> okay, just, just checking. Uh, oh, she's, um, I do she's like making food, it? though, so it's wonderful. You can't complain, I understand. I like the scenes in these movies that always set up why the villain got how he is. You know, like they always mm-hmm. have this flashback scene or storytelling scene. Sure, and the origin. this one... The origin of the bad guy, and I always like those scenes in the you know special effects CG. You know these are Disney movies, so you know there's a budget, and uh, but it does it always looks good, and those are always kind of fun to watch. So, and of course right. the the final scenes in all these movies are always very good, and so this one a very Moses esque Exodus splitting of the sea. Uh, again, impressive. Did uh, you? Special effects. Yeah, the special effects were very cool there. I found myself not liking the MacGuffin in this movie, that the <laughs> Poseidon's staff or mm, something mm. like that. It felt meh. Like when they got there and they did the whole like put the ruby rock into Crag Mountain and it opens up right. the ocean and inside is the, like the staff and then it's like, oh, we should break it. That felt all kind of anticlimactic to me. Did you like that staff? You may disagree. I mean, the staff looked cool, you know, and I liked the whole Poseidon idea and, like, Javier Bardem, like, controlling the water with the staff was cool. But I do think, like, there's a point where the young guy gets knocked out and then, like, you know, he wakes up and they're like, every curse of the the world is in the staff. Break the staff, break the curse. And I'm like, well... Yeah, Yeah. maybe it started. It had a little bit of Dawn of Justice feeling, or a little Batman v Superman feeling to me. Like those final scenes, heavy CG, uh, super powerful thing. I don't really care about that much. Right. I don't know. I did like the whole. I thought the like the Black Pearl dropping the anchor and they're having to like climb up it while the water is closing. That was cool. Yeah, that was fun. And then the reveal of Barbosa being her dad, and then he dies. You know, <laughs> there's right. that. Wait, when she um, asks, I like the the line, "What 
what am I to you? What am I to you? Yeah. And he yeah. says, a treasure. I like and then that. instead of dropping the sword on Javier, Javier Bardem, which I thought they were just going <laughs> to drop it and just like right. skew him. No, he <laughs> had to provide <laughs> the force. I thought for sure he was just going to stay on the chain, tell his <laughs> daughter to climb above him, and he just got to slice Javier Dare's hand when he reaches up. <laughs> Poke Why down. Why does he have to jump up? Poke down at <laughs> him. You have the high ground. Why did you have to jump? And yeah, right. if you have to jump after, you know, kick if you him, can't kick him with your shoe. Yeah, that's what I mean. If you learn anything from Ethan Hunt, you can kick the guy in the face. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I felt like that was. Uh, <laughs> and like, if you look at Jack Sparrow's face, he's probably like, "Why'd you do that?" <laughs> like, I you think we, stab, you could almost hear Jeffrey Rush's voice in there, basically saying, "Like, <laughs> I'm done. Kill me off." <laughs> when the, it's when been he reads real. the script, stop, stop bringing me back. He reads the script and he's like, "Listen, can we change this to stabbing him in the face to me dying? Because I don't want to do this anymore." <laughs> right. <laughs> Just gonna have a little addendum here. Oh man. But um, yeah. So, do you have any other uh, moments in the movie you want to cover? I do not. Is this the one? Is this the one where they drag the like safe from the bank through the streets? Yes. Yes. That was that was kind of a cool scene. I was down with that. While the old loop theme plays. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Thanks, yeah. Hans. <laughs> yeah. I do I do remember that scene and there's always that kind of heist uh, stealing moment. But I thought that was a oh, yeah, it was fun. You know, and this, running this on the, the rooftops while things blow right, up. Right. Right. And there's there's always always this and you know, Jack Sparrow like being in the safe and being funny in there, like that's cool. Yeah. Uh but the, one of the issues like with these kinds of movies too that have five and six is you have to keep upping the stakes and upping your game bigger, you know? bigger and bigger. And so you know, like they do another one. I mean, what are they going to do? Like, uh, like right. drag a ship through with a ship uh, through the streets? You know, I don't know. Like they originally said when they released this movie, like this is the final adventure of Jack Sparrow, and then they were like, ah, it made money. Um, it, no, th- there'll probably be more. So is there another one? Uh, now, like I looked. I looked around for it. Nothing on the books, but I think they are. But, you know, stretching it out. I have a. They I do have, have that post credit second here. They do. Okay. But yeah, that post credit scene, which it has Orlando Bloom and Kira Knightley in it. Which yes, I wonder how much more they had to pay him to do that <laughs> <laughs> to like imply that they're going to be in another movie. Um. But anyway, yeah, what, and did the post credit scene, did you think anything specific of it? Yeah, did, I mean, did you understand what it meant? I mean, it looked like Davy Jones again. Okay, they, right? yeah, that's that's the whole point. Yeah, that when he's released from the curse by Poseidon's uh, sp- spear or something, he's possibly able to come back. I don't know why he I would see. still be Barnacle, but... Right. Yeah, that's weird. Either that but, or it's yeah. a SpongeBob uh, crossover coming up soon. <laughs> And that's okay. the Krabby Patty. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so what, is, what is the game? All right, here's the game for you. Uh, I have it up in front of me. I hope you do yes. not. Uh, I have the worldwide box office gross for the five movies. Uh, oh, goodness. I'd like you to guess the, I mean, the lowest and the highest, or if you can give me like a range of what these movies made worldwide. I have no way. Now you don't have to. You number. don't have to give me numbers. <laughs> Just give me like okay. guess what the, the the highest grossing of these five is. I feel like the highest grossing would be Dead Man's Chest. That is correct. 
you, you want to you keep it. you want to keep going and like try your luck? I got the whole list. Here. Go down the list. Okay, What's okay, next? okay. So that so that was number one. Would number two be at World's End? No, that's number three. Okay, so is Black Pearl number two? No, really? No, it goes Dead Man's Chest on Stranger Tides because wow. it, if you remember on Stranger Tides, it had been. Um, four years since At World's End, and they really uh, advertised. That's true. That movie, okay, crazy. So that was second. At World's so End was three. Dead Man Tell No Tales. This one we just saw was fourth, and Curse of the Black Pearl was fifth in worldwide. Really? Gross. Yeah. That is interesting. Oh, I got the first one. Yeah, or at mm. least in the box office. Who knows what has happened right, since right. then. <laughs> Okay. Well, what would Let's you? Let's rate this movie. Oh, we, 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 we got to rate. We got to figure out a rating system here. Oh, the ones. <laughs> so there's the scene where uh, Jack Sparrow and the the two uh, Keira Knightley Orlando Bloom uh, proxies, they're in that rowboat trying to get to shore, and all the ghost people are you know approaching them, and they mm-hmm. send those sharks that are like yep. half existing. <laughs> right. And there's the one part, the shark like jumps over the boat and it's the slowest slow motion-y <laughs> shot of like we see a every wink, inch of the a shark. A wink at this franchise. <laughs> shark jumping the ship. slowly arcs over the boat. So I would say, how would you rate this movie on zero to five uh, zombie sharks? Based on the movies that we watch... For this podcast. Ah, yes. I'm going to give it a... Through the lens of the bed. Yeah, through the lens. I'm going to give it a three. Three Mm -hmm. sharks. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Kind of a simultaneous leap. Um, I think it was... Overall, it's kind of lifeless. But I've (laughs) lived most of my life or at least a lot of my life, with Pirates of the Caribbean in my life. Right. So, like, we saw it in theaters, I believe. Mm. And I think overall, like, yeah, it's not great, but there's still enough of, like, there's still hunger for it, I guess. I'm not completely, uh, I still like seeing uh, pirates run across a a rooftop stealing a a safe. You're You're not inoculated to the pirates yet. Right. Yeah. Right. right. So that's why it gets a three. It's legitimately like if you never saw any Pirates of the Caribbean movie and this is what you saw, you'd be like, this is garbage. This is terrible. Yeah. You should not watch watch this one first. There is nothing more telling than like the Rotten Tomatoes score is like 27% critics, but 61% audiences. So more than half the audience say, (laughs) all right, thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah. I I didn't have a number in my head, so I was thinking as as you said yours. I think I'm gonna just give it the exact same rating, a three, because a three point okay. five. It feels too gracious because it does got it's got problems and it's you know poor acting. But but anything with a two in front of it, it doesn't feel like it's uh it's deserving of that that poor of a rating, especially when uh, we've watched terrible movies and I think <laughs> I've still given them a two. <laughs> so right. So I will agree on the solid three. Okay, let's go to the top five. This is going to be interesting. 
Yeah, I'm gonna go. Can we just go right down our top five? Considering there's no, there's I think no we should. Uh, suspense. <laughs> right, right. The only my one addendum is I I do not remember Stranger Tides very well. Um, I feel like no one look, does. <laughs> I had to look up. I had to, like scroll through some of the still photos on the IMDb to uh-huh. kind of remind me. I was like, oh yeah, Penelope Cruz was in that movie. <laughs> like, I kind of had yeah. to jog my memory a little bit. So, uh, I, I'm yeah. Anyway, so what? Go ahead, give me yours, top to bottom. All right, or bottom here we go. Top, however you prefer. I will go. <laughs> I will go top to bottom. Okay. I'm gonna go original number one. Curse of the Black mm. Pearl. Okay. The best. The gold standard. Tightly behind, I'm kind of a Dead Man's Chest fan. Mm-hmm. I think yes. it it's like kind of one and one A on those two. I was between maybe <laughs> okay. putting it above. It starts getting real ridiculous, but still good. I'm going to put on Stranger. Oh, sorry. Dead Man's Chest, also why it gets ranked high. I think uh, Davy Jones is the best bad guy from all of the movies, including Barbosa. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. going to go On Stranger Tides number three. Um, I actually kind of liked it. I liked the uh, Ian McShane as Blackbeard. Penelope Cruz was yeah. great. Uh, it's kind of disconnected from the other four. But yeah. I think it jumps at World's End because at World's, at World's End just gets even more weird plot's pretty <laughs> convoluted and that's number four for me and then the movie we just saw dead men tell no tales is number five on my <laughs> list at the bottom well we kind of agree at the top I, of the list and then <laughs> widely diverge after that <laughs> oh boy okay oh i asked my brother what he would rate these he said chronologically oh, yes. <laughs> he said as <laughs> As they came out, <laughs> so they get worse. I'm I'm a little I'm a little close to that. So I I put Dead Man's Chest as number one. Mm-hmm. You got That's the Kraken. You got the Kraken. Great, which Kraken. released the Kraken. I mean, when a movie has a, a a quote that kind of lasts outside of the universe, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. But but yeah, David Jones is great. Also, might be because of the organ playing. Really get that. That gets my music bone going, you know? Sure. And uh, the whole idea of the heart being in the, you know, the little mm-hmm. chests and stuff. Like, it's, yep. it's a lot of cool stuff. And uh, it has that yeah. scene where they run along that, like, uh, water mill wheel as it rolls through the. Yeah. And they fight yes. inside and outside of that yeah. wheel. Yeah. And Fun. you still you still have Keira Knightley and Orlando Bloom. You know, at the helm, yep. so to speak, and so I do feel like it, it took everything the Black Pearl did and, and kind of upped the game. And it, I just mm-hmm. thought it was really good. So, Demi's just one, Black Pearl second, of course, the original. I put at World's End as number three, understanding it is super weird at times. <laughs> I remember, I remember the first time they do the cutscenes of Jack Sparrow being dead, basically, right? And it's like that white, white sand desert Mm -hmm. and the little crab things pop up yep i feel like that scene is like 15 minutes (laughs) of just him wandering around the afterlife and just thinking wow that's really really strange but the final scene with the massive whirlpool is pretty cool that was that one right i I can't yes it is but i can't get on board that because 
the one thing in that scene the scene i can't stand is when calypso gets giant and turns into a a pool of uh, a swarm of crabs do you remember that's that? a little weird yeah she that's a little weird gi- okay yeah, that's a little weird. That's a good. Idea. I understand this weird stuff. No, you but said get back. Get back to the movie. Get back to the. <laughs> no, yeah. no, no. But also, isn't this at the end of this one where the British guy's ship like slowly explodes as yes. he walks down the stairs? Like that, that's a pretty awesome scene. Do like, you I'm, fear death? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm down with that. I like that. The final scenes there it got to me. So I, I put mm-hmm. At World's End as number three. Mm-hmm. I put this movie, Dead Nintendo Tales, as number four. I did, again, like moments of it, but also because I remember you don't next remember to nothing. <laughs> next to nothing. Is Stranger Ties, is that open with like the, it's like in an Asian country and it has like the little boats on the I think that's canals. at World's End. That's at World's End. Right. Yep. So I, I don't know. I literally remember nothing about Stranger Tides, apparently. Penelope Cruz, like, um, imitates Jack Sparrow and they, they think there are two Jack Sparrows going on and he like fights her and they're both Jack Sparrows in that one. Nope. Maybe. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's not, in the, I, I think know. we can agree. It's not one of the top movies. <laughs> it's no, it's no, it's not. Uh, is that one on Netflix? I don't know if I saw that. Uh, one I don't know. Yeah, well, anyway, but yeah. Um, so stranger Todd's is, is my last one, but Man, those first two, really good. Perfect. Okay, I have to leave you. I have to leave you with this one thing. Yes. Because um, I had about ten extra minutes before we started recording, and I did a little more research for it. I I wanted to throw these out for you. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Yes. It'll take you two minutes. Orlando Bloom, Johnny Depp, Brenton Thwaites, and Kaya. Scodelario. I thought to myself, what else are they working on these days? So I found four movies that they're all in post-production for these four actors and actress. And okay. I just want you to tell me, and I want to come back to this. Hopefully we have a long podcast career. And I want to come back once these movies yes. are out. And I want you to tell <laughs> me what will make the most money. And if you're listening on, well, on a podcast and you want to tweet at what your answer is, I have these these four movies are you ready okay yes all right brenton thwaites the young guy from this movie is in a movie called entry level a young man mysteriously awakens in a super high security office building and is forced by a mysterious stranger to complete a strictly timed series of dangerous tasks that will implicate him in a deadly crime with global consequences okay that's called Entry level. So that's his. <laughs> Sounds a little bit like a skyscraper meets the circle. Yep. <laughs> okay. Feels about right. All right. Now you have Johnny Depp. He's in a movie yes. called Waiting for the Barbarians. Waiting. Here's your little synopsis. A British magistrate working in a small colonial town begins to question his loyalty to the empire. Waiting for the wow. barbarians. That. All right. That's... <laughs> Okay. If, this, if the question was which of these movies don't actually uh, exist, <laughs> that might be no, the one. These I are all real movies. Yeah, I know. Okay. Kaya is yes. in a movie called Die in a Gunfight. And Die in a okay. Gunfight has a very short synopsis. It says In New York City, a young guy falls for the daughter of his father's nemesis. And then the final movie. <laughs> 
Hey, wait, any idea that what, Orlando what time period that last one takes place? Uh, like is that, is no. That? No, okay. we can't. We can't know. We just can't, can't know. know. Okay. All right, and good. then the final one, the piece de resistance. Orlando Bloom is in a movie called Needle in a Time Stack. Sci-fi movie. A husband whose marriage is destroyed by a time travel rival and will do whatever it takes to get his wife back. <laughs> Which one of those four has the highest... Li- likelihood of success? Likelihood of success. I want box office success. You get the right one out of four, and someday when I'm in Florida, I'll get you uh, whatever that Florida brand of chicken you like, Salem's. <laughs> Church's chicken. I don't know. What, forgot what you said. What there was like t- some... There's some Florida brand of of sandwich place or something you like. We mentioned in our food episode. Salem's, yeah, Salem's. Salem's? Okay, yeah, chicken Philly, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> well, all right, guy, right, give me your answer. So, are these all set to release like in the next year? No, it's gonna be like <laughs> it's gonna be like maybe two years. <laughs> this is a long con. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, I feel like the 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 whole uh, the gun uh, die in a gunfight. Uh, no, no, not okay. that one. And the uh, <coughs> well, the uh, what was it? It's between the Johnny Depp one and the uh, the uh, skyscraper uh, of death one. Entry level. <laughs> entry. <laughs> There's entry level and waiting for the barbarians. The the hard part is Johnny Depp. His name is still going to draw some money. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, but Brenton has been in a lot of Yah movies. He's been in the Yah. What is it? What do you mean Yah movie? What is Yah? Young mean? adult. Ya. Oh, is it good? Is it just Ya? <laughs> do I not say Yah? Okay. I'm very okay. Old. <laughs> <laughs> Who else is in that uh, entry level movie? Any other actors of uh, note? You don't get all of the uh, Carl Urban. I don't even know who that is. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say entry level All right. will be entry the top grossing one for the win. And if it's not, we will do entry level in a future episode, starring Brenton Thwaites. Thwaites. I hope I'm saying that <laughs> <Sorry>. right. <laughs> God, I don't know. Okay, entry level. I'm putting it in my notes here, uh, so we know. Put yourself we'll a back. calendar reminder for 2020. Yes. Your wife's, your wife's really cooking back there. You got it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, so we have a, we have an important thing to ask our listeners. Yes. Sorry, I, I can barely think over the the dishes clanging. Is she doing that on purpose? Sounds like it's on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> what? Is she looking at you? No. What's happening? No. Oh. Go ahead. I'm ready. All right. All right, listeners. So you know our podcast name is exchange movies. Now, one day we may tell you what we got exchange from, but that's not today. <laughs> today is we are considering rebranding ourselves, uh, rebranding the name of this podcast, because uh, exchange uh, really doesn't say what we talk about. And while we do talk about a movie every episode, there are uh, quite a lot of other um, topics that get uh, inserted such as uh, condiments and mayonnaise and camping, <laughs> uh, as today's episode has shown. Sports ball, uh, 
you know, lots and lots of food stuff. So anyway, uh, we'd like to hear some naming suggestions from our faithful listeners. And uh, I don't know. We, we may n- name it uh, what you say. Maybe not. It's not a promise. Just, just <laughs> <laughs> But we would love suggestions. We'd, we'd love suggestions. We'd love to hear uh, what you think. <laughs> Have you moved into the kitchen now? <laughs> no. <laughs> to, uh, no. <laughs> okay. I haven't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure, sure. It's <laughs> really getting louder and louder. Really cooking up. Stay storm. focused, Stephen. <laughs> Sorry. So anyway, uh, you can tweet at us. Our, our Twitter handle, still as it is now, is at Exchange Movies, or you could just tweet at all of us at Nate Baranowski and at Stephen Robles. Your name suggestions, why you think Stranger Tides is the best pirates movie, even though it's not. And uh, again, more movie suggestions would be great. Uh, terrible movies, medium movies, uh, all that stuff. Oh, and please rate us on the iTunes store if you enjoy the show. Yes. And give us five stars there so we can be found by more movie lovers like you. Viewers like you. Listeners like you. Anyway. Perfect. Yeah. What I got? You got anything else? I do not. I will talk oh, so to next you next episode. week. Oh, yeah. Yes. Should we say what we're going to Yeah. So next yeah, yeah, episode. This is going to be a big one, guys. Jurassic Park 3 which was a listener ah! suggestion as well. <laughs> we are going to talk about Jurassic Park 3 and then rate all the Jurassic movies, which I'm excited for because this is going to be... <laughs> that's pretty you, good. Do you hear that sound? I heard Look, that. There's I'm a so raptor in the kitchen. That. It's Baranowski house. I didn't know she also had that ability. Well, do you think I would have married her if she didn't have that ability? Do you guys communicate this way uh, when we're off the air? (laughs) (laughs) Is this what you guys are doing all 6,000 miles of your camping trip? Yeah, how do you think we spend the time? 